Episode 55, Exercise, Death. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. Terminating yet another week uh, with a um, uh, with an uncomfortable episode. Welcome to the very best podcast in the world: personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, L's and G's and B's and T's and Q's and I's and dots and dashes, and whomever I may have forgotten to explicitly say hello to. Now, I promised you the energy lives. <laughs> Sorry, running gag. Uh, no, well, yeah, even though um, this episode has something to do with a life cycle, because I think the only inevitable thing in life is death. Uh, there may be a few other things, but the only thing that you can't run away from is death. And now, why have I chosen this episode, and why have I dared to ma even make an exercise out of it? Um, for me, uh, a few years ago, and I'm going to go into a bit more detail in that probably in another episode, uh, I got a, a cancer diagnosis, and um, uh, was false positive, so therefore, you know, everything was cool, but a lot of things started to happen in my head. Not immediately. You know, I was a professional business slinger, not gunslinger, but business slinger. So, uh, you know, I was, I, <laughs> I went to the local medicine woman. Uh, she had the uh, uh, quote unquote bad news with the option of, you know, um, nothing really because I was out on a flight uh, two days later. So um, she sent me to a buddy of hers who was an oncologist and he did some tests and said, nah, uh, probably not. <laughs> and, uh, you know, still, um, I went to uh, catch my plane that same evening uh, and um, sat in my seat, got my glass of champagne and started contemplating uh, about several things in life. Excuse the crackling in the background. It's the, it's the fireplace. It's good wood. So that being said, you know, it was like for me, okay, number one, do I have any dependents that rely on me being alive, you know, just financially, monetarily, um, or is it just that people will be, would be sad if I left, you know, keep in mind for me, this is very rational. Uh, number one, I grew up in the insurance industry with professors who made claims along the lines or exploits along the lines of uh, a life insurance is nothing more than a bet. And my uh, trainer was of that type. You know, he went to the widow or uh, uh, the uh, leftover family members and delivered the cash out check for the life insurance in person. So, 
that's number one. So you get kind of this sarcastic relationship with death or towards death. And number two, uh, in my free time, I had nothing better to do than uh, work voluntarily for our local fire department, which kind of, you know, lets you dull down a bit in terms of emotions towards death also, because if you let emotions get in your way and you're uh, trying to save the life of someone that's, you know, trapped in a car, uh, then you're incapable of doing your job professionally with the necessary distance. So that doled me down as well. So for me, death is a logical consequence of life. Nothing more, nothing left. That uh, less <laughs> left. And I know a lot of people are different in that, you know, and um, it was very difficult for me to seek opinions about this without stirring up terrible emotions, right? And like I said, let's get back to the plane and the glass of champagne where I was sitting, I, you know, kind of put the seat down um, and uh, put the leg rest up and was just sitting there contemplating about dependence, number one. And number two, a very important thing, uh, is there anything left on my bucket list, right? Um, is there uh, something that I definitely still need to live through or experience before I go. And thereof resulted a lot of thoughts and a lot of shit, um, which, you know, it was like, what do I do with this information? So I, you know, took my laptop out, wrote it down, and an interesting list started to compile. And now, despite the fact, you know, it was like, it was a shot across the bowel. It wasn't anything terminal. It wasn't anything bad. You know, it gave me a bit of a scare. But um, most importantly, it kind of opened my eyes towards shit I hadn't done and shit that I wanted to do. So that being said, that's what this exercise is really, really based upon. And how am I going to relay this to you. Um, with death, you know, come, or with life, really, more than death. Uh, death is like the, the ticket you, the ticket stub you keep. Um, life is, comes with a lot of responsibilities, and more of you than not will have a family and loved ones with dependents, meaning kids that are not, you know, entirely grown up who may be in school, need an education, uh, and that sort of stuff. Now, the question in that would be, you know, do you have their education covered monetarily? Um, you know, will your husband or wife be capable of supporting the family and the house and the whatnot, you know, everything you've kind of built up, right? When you, uh, uh, when you, uh, or when it's your time to go right? This can be prematurely, and that's actually what this is about. You know, if you're 97 or something, um, and you don't have your, your, your shit in order, you've done something wrong. You know, it's like this natural thing. But more often than not, you know, people pass too early. Yeah, you know, the argument, it's, it's always too early. Yeah, but 
you know, I'm talking about like in your 30s or 40s, right? You're the peak of your life where you should be, you know, supporting uh, everyone around you, et cetera, et cetera. And this responsibility is actually what all of this is based upon. Now, um, what an interesting question is that comes along also is um, what are you really afraid of in terms of death? And that's a question uh, that I asked some friends uh, really over the years, you know, in just polite conversation. And um, two things materialized when I, when I spoke to them. Um, and number one, well, and these two things coincided with what I just said. So number one, uh, they were afraid of leaving their loved ones behind. And number two, uh, they were, um, they had the same issue that I had. They were thinking of stuff that they hadn't really, uh, checked off their bucket list yet. Now, as for the part of leaving your loved ones behind, I already started to speak about that. I'm not talking about the emotional shit that people are going to go through if you pass away. That's a given. You know, they'll recover. As bad as it is, you'll be a memory somewhere. Uh, depending on what you've done in your life, you know, you may have changed the world or may have not. Uh, you may have contributed to society or you may have not. It's up to you. Totally your business. Um, don't want to get into that. Uh, the individual grief that's going to be experienced is going to be experienced regardless of whether you pass prematurely at 30 or you pass at 97 when, you know, was pretty sure that, you know, you're getting, you're getting closer. Um, and so that's one thing. Now, as for the, uh, afraid of leaving the loved ones behind, Loved ones don't, you know, just take your family and your closest relatives. Um, I need you to look one step further and see if you've got the your affairs in order with people, for instance, that you work with. You know, were you an asshole to someone recently and, you know, is this still sitting in the room somewhere? You know, that's something that could uh, actually get on a list like that relatively high you know, um, and are your loved ones taken care of when you pass? That's, you know, another thing I just mentioned. So that leaves us with number two, you know, have you completed everything on your bucket list? And I think this is where we're going to go into the actual aspect of the exercise in which, um, I, you know, just get a sheet of paper and, uh, fold it in half like a big sheet of paper, not, you know, not, not a post-it note. Uh, it's going to be big. Um, fold it in half, and on the, uh, on the left-hand side, uh, I need you to write how your loved ones are taken care of if you pass. And below that, I need you to draw a line and write the stuff that you haven't done for them, right? Um, and I'm only mainly talking about monetary aspects. You know, will your uh, spouse be able to uh, keep the house, keep the kids in school, uh, keep the kids in clothes, and be financially capable of putting food on the table? Those are like the essential things that, you know, when you go, that it should be um, taken care of. 
because there's nothing more stupid than having something like that fly in the open, right? Um, on the right-hand side, uh, I need you to write the things you really, really, really want to do before you go. And that could be anything. It's totally up to you. You know, if it's your, uh, if it's base jumping or skydiving or, you know, whatever it is that you've been kind of shoving before you on this big, huge to-do list, put it on there. And as for the entire list, that's why I really decided to make an exercise out of this, because for me, it took, took a 12-hour flight to really uh, put all of that shit down and to prioritize it accordingly. And for the next pretty much 10 years, um, I was just living it. You know, everything that was on that list, I planned, scheduled, did. Um, and, you know, there's some things left, but they're not really a high priority. So, you know, for somebody to ask me, hey, you know, uh, it's your time to die. Uh, you know, anyway, yeah, shit, but okay, <laughs> there you go. Um, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, uh, have everything um, scratched off my bucket list that I wanted to do in life. And, you know, the avid listener might say, but then your life is boring. No, it's not. Um, it's everything but, right? Uh, it's, um, it, life is forever until your last breath going to be this one huge, big fucking adventure uh, that you get to take advantage of, right? And you've got to keep that in mind. You know, every day you're sitting at home on the couch, um, you know, maybe that's your thing. <laughs> you know, maybe you get something out of that. Uh, I don't necessarily. But, um, you know, whatever your thing is, it's life is just so fucking beautiful, you know, and you, you have to keep that in mind. This is just like a how do we call it? Like a death insurance, not a life insurance, but a death insurance, you know, just to make sure um, that you've got everything that you wanted to do in this limited quantity of time that you have, that you get that, that you have that done, you know, and everything that comes after that goes on the list needs to be done, right? There's so much procrastination going on uh, in so many people. It's like, um, yeah, uh, very interesting to see. Uh, how long people actually shove that stuff around and then on their deathbed they go like ah shit you know had i done this when i had the chance so in that sense um you've got homework to do uh in fact i'm going to cram out my list and kind of update it with uh stuff that came to my attention uh, in the last couple of years and i hope that you realize that you know time is finite and is like the one asset you can't get back you know it's like with money you go broke you go out and hustle and earn more money you know it's that simple right but with this uh it kind of it's kind of like a call to action to something that a lot of people kind of leave out of their mind until they're you know confronted with granny's death or something like that and then um, they, uh, have their time of mourning and then the regular nine to five bullshit kicks back in and granny's 
forgotten. She's got a tombstone somewhere, but the entire effect of the shot across the bow is just gone. So in that sense, um, without getting too negative, because this is a positive exercise, because it's going to, you know, getting all of this shit on the right side of the paper done, you know, your bucket list, that's liberating. Let me tell you, uh, for 10 years, um, I've been kind of striking things off of there um, occasionally, and it was just so fucking liberating to get all of that stuff done. So in that sense, um, have a good night and a successful weekend, you know, relaxing. And I will see you, hear you again on Monday when we're going to speak about a totally interesting new topic, I hope. <laughs> In that sense, keep your hands above the blanket. Peace out. See you on Monday. Bye-bye.